Curiously Polar with Chris Marquardt and Mario Aguarona. Hello and welcome back to Curiously Polar, the show where we talk about things very north and very south. And my name is Chris Marquardt. With me, as usual, Mario Aguarona. Hi, Mario. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Um, we are going... Well, we, we're leaving the passages this time and going to talk about ships. And uh, you you prepared this and you said it's new new polar expedition ships. Now, uh, just just to be very clear, we are going to talk about some companies that do these that run these ships that make these ships. This is not an ad, this is not an ad. This is not a commercial. This is just us talking about some ships and uh, um, just just as a transparency disclaimer. There's no paid advertising in this thing. But um, you you collected a few uh, a whole lot of information about things that I find very interesting. So why don't yeah, we dive right well, in? Yes, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm of course uh, listening to things that are happening around, and uh, one of the uh, very, very exciting thing that is happening these years and uh, starting this year is the um, launching of a few new expedition ships for mm -hmm. expedition cruising, and uh, and these are uh, new ships. They are not refits. They are not uh, icebreakers. Also, oh, they're built from scratch. They are built from scratch. They are just like built on purpose for doing this job. Awesome. It's not that this is not been done before, but I feel that at least in the uh, in my entourage, in the uh, in the in the expedition cruising that I've been working on, uh, there are things happening that uh, have not been uh, have not been happening for a while. Is that and, because uh, the tourism is picking up, or more expeditions are being done? I don't know. I think that the or are the old uh, ships getting the, too old? Yeah. Well, I think that the it might be a lot of factors, and some of the factors are that the old ships are mm, getting they they're not getting too old, but they have their limitations, and so in order to make one step, one leap forward into a new series of expedition ships, now we are getting these these new constructions. And we're talking about ships that are uh, more versatile, uh, that are faster, and uh, more environmentally friendly. Okay. And, uh, so, and, 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 is, and I, I think that these are the these are the um, the parameters that characterize these ships. If I want to be very succinctly uh, uh, summarizing these new ships, and uh, we have to. I mean, I think it's clear to everyone that you don't just build a ship like you build a car. It's not a mass product. A ship is a very complex thing to build and every ship is constructed on its own. And there might be some ships that are like from a certain type, but uh, building a new ship is a big thing. It's a huge thing. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not aware of the of the total cost of, of building a ship and i don't think i don't think we should even go into uh, into this but we are talking about uh, about millions of euros of course, of course. for for uh, for a new ship um built from scratch uh, but um yeah these uh, these are companies that are investing in uh, in their in their business and they are companies that uh, are maturing or have been mature for for a while and they are doing this uh, with a, it's a calculated uh, investment of course and uh, 
we uh, wish them all the luck and uh, and uh, we hope that this is going to be uh, making expedition cruising even even better than what it is now and maybe even more accessible mm. to, and to people more, yeah well accessible or um, i would uh, i would actually advocate for environmentally friendly and uh, and have as more people as possible realizing how uh, vulnerable the environment that these ships are uh, sailing into is so it's uh, important that we talk about a lot about the environmentally friendliness of that's that would be my next safety. question what yeah. what makes the older ships not so environmentally friendly Well, it's the the big difference, and uh, we are talking here, uh, especially in a couple of these, and I, I, I think that soon we'll have to reveal which ships we are talking about, is that uh, we are talking about ships with more efficient hulls and more efficient engines to start with, uh, that uh, burn more clean clean uh, uh, and produce less uh, CO2 per um, per uh, per kilometer or mile uh, traveled and uh, per passenger and at the same time we also have the uh, introduction of uh, new technology or uh, new technology for a ship which is for example hybrid propulsion so propulsion that is uh, uh, where uh, um, part of the time the energy is uh, uh, that is used is the energy that is stored in batteries electrical batteries yeah and uh, and here maybe maybe we should do this shouldn't we we should say which kind of ships we're talking yeah, sure. about are we yes well uh, the first the first ships uh, that i would like to mention is the hondius by ocean wide expeditions and uh, and it's it's in no particular order but uh, it's the first ship that uh, ocean wide expeditions actually builds uh, from scratch uh, they've had uh, a couple of ships that have been uh, refit and uh, especially the plantius has been uh, uh, highly modified or modified so as to make it uh, a civilian ship from a military ship that it was before and and the hondius that is uh, supposedly uh, coming into service in 2019 is uh, a 107.6 six meters ship uh, that is uh, uh, ice strengthened so it's a polar class uh, six technology so it's for summer and autumn operation in uh, medium first year ice thickness which may include also some some harder ice type so it's a it's a ship that in the summer will be able to uh, to sail in quite challenging ice conditions And this is this is the Hondius by Ocean Wide Expeditions, like uh, the same one as uh, we have with uh, uh, with our uh, um, Norderlicht, that is also managed by Ocean Wide Expeditions. True. 176 And, uh, passengers, it says here. No. So that's quite sizable. Yeah, yeah. You check that. Yes, it's um, it's a big ship. Of course, um, ships are getting relatively bigger um, because uh, there is a like a, a of course a, a commercial uh, versus the technological um, trade-offs that you can have and uh, and of course uh, putting 170 passenger 176 passengers on board a ship of uh, a certain size that is needed for uh, the kind of uh, operation uh, that is made uh, 
of course reduces the price per passenger so um there is a trade-off there and uh, a lot of the uh, areas in the antarctic have limits on uh, present uh, presently they have limits on the number of passengers that you can land at every time um so it will not be feasible to have a 3000 passenger ship down in antarctica and some may say even thank god um because uh, you will not be able to have them all land for a reasonable amount of time every like in a in a day if in sites where there are limits to 150 people on, on land at each time uh, for example and there are several sites that have very strict limitations and very beautiful sites that have a very strict limitation of the number of people on land at each and every time so uh but uh but the uh but the very uh, interesting thing about the hondius is the polar class um so it's going to be a ship that can go into the ice very very much and, and also the speed because it will be able to have a, a speed of 15 knots which is uh, like 50 percent increase to the speed of the normal uh, vessels that oceanwide operates now almost 50 percent more and this means that you can reach more uh, uh, locations in a short period of time or are so there it's, uh, it's actually quite quite exciting are there also areas that are limited to a certain um, i don't know amount of pollution from ships so they they are building these to be able to bring more passengers there with the new technologies mm, not uh, not so um, i mean not so not so much these these ships i mean areas for example in svalbard antarctic they are um, close to uh, um heavy oil ships burning ships so the the old ships that are they burned uh, very thick oil um um they are not allowed anymore into polar areas or right. at least not in svalbard and and in the antarctica well um, and and, and the and the uh the present uh, expedition ships that uh, for example that uh, are running down in antarctica are old uh, are all burning oil but light oil and if the if the Hondius doesn't run on its batteries, um, what kind of fuel will it burn? Well, the, as far as I know, Hondius is not uh, the um, the hybrid propulsion that I was okay. uh, that I was saying. Yeah, but uh, uh, we'll we'll come to it. There are other uh, other operators that are launching or have launched uh, hybrid um, ships. Uh, the Hondius is uh, burning like light uh, diesel, so it's a. Uh, uh, like the equivalent of diesel engines okay that, uh, that we have and has uh, as far as i know um a, a diesel electric propulsion which which means it has a diesel uh, engine that doesn't run the propellers directly but it runs a generator that will then a generate electric that, propellers yeah exactly so all right this is most uh, most new ships now run with this sort of propulsion and uh it's uh it's going to be uh it's going to be an icebreaker, almost an icebreaker, and uh, it will be. Uh, it's built for uh, stability. It's built for uh, um, for being comfortable, and uh, and to have operation with uh, like easier operation with zodiacs. And this is also another part of the another part of the new expedition ships. They have uh, they are going to be even more user-friendly as far as uh, the landing operations or the zodiac cruising operations so that the uh, 
it's they're going to be easier it's going to be easier to launch the small boats that take uh, people either on shore or uh, for for small cruises and um and that and, and safer as well so that's um that's one of the another one of the uh of the uh, characteristics that are is common for all these for all these ships. All right. Any other interesting yeah. things coming? Yeah. Then, uh, then, well, there is uh, on the uh, luxury uh, end, or what we call the uh, the high end of the spectrum, we have uh, the uh, company called uh, Le Ponant uh, that is building four new ships, and uh, these are like sister ships. And they are going to be called uh, uh, with the name of uh, uh, French or French-speaking explorers, so the La Pérouse, Champlain, Bougainville, and Kerguelen. And uh, they are um, going for a smaller capacity. So, uh, so have uh, um, ships that have uh, a lesser, um, now few fewer passengers on board. We're talking about. Uh, uh, well, fewer. We could talk about fewer cabins. So we are having like 92 cabins a year uh, than, than most uh, other big uh, operators. But uh, they are going to be um, uh, easily maneuverable and uh, they are going to be also ice strengthened. And uh, they, uh, like they are said to be, now they will be they will be launched in the coming years, uh, but uh, they're going to be said to, for example, be uh, uh, decorated with uh, driftwood uh, in there instead of instead of new wood in the interiors. So they so will giving, have uh, giving this some 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 uh, trying to give this some charm. Some yeah, well, it's uh, also like being. Yeah, more environmentally friendly than having wood taken from the uh, from the uh, rainforests, uh, uh, for example. That's uh, not uh, that's not um, yeah, so environmentally friendly as environmentally friendly are using driftwood. Mm. And uh, yeah, they um, they are going to be having um, ice class one C uh, and. Uh, uh, this is another uh, certification, uh, so uh, they're going to be uh, possibly uh, being able to operate year-round in all uh, Arctic ice-covered waters. So they are going to be quite uh, quite uh, strong uh, icebreakers, and that is uh, that is the uh, main advantage of of these ships. That are going to be able to be going into the ice. Um, what else can we say about these ships? Um, yeah, they uh, focus on environmentally environmental sustainability, and uh, as far as the technology is uh, is made, so they're going to be having a dynamic positioning system as well, uh, so that they will not drop anchor. So that they will be able to stay on the spot without dropping the anchor, which oh. means that they're not going to be disturbing the seabed. So it's like it's like one of these drones that you can park somewhere in the air and it will just stay up there by using GPS and yes. and, and correcting yes. for things. Yeah, the uh, that's um, 
that's very uh, that's a very very good analogy. <laughs> yeah. But um, ships like this have, I mean, this this kind of positioning has been used, of course, for operations, especially right. when we talk about the North Sea for for drilling operation for operating ROVs. Um, uh, so remotely operated um, um, underwater vessels. Um, it's uh, it's very uh, it's very cool. You can have your ship standing like being positioned in one place uh, without having an anchor and uh, and therefore not making a big mess of the seabed which of course is very important as well even if we most of the people don't look at the seabed when they go on the expedition cruises I don't, i'm just imagining my house is down there you know there's a huge anchor drop down on my house here. yeah every time probably not yeah. like this yes. no and um then they will have uh, like specially um, silent propulsion this is also another characteristic of all these new ships they would like to be silent ships are quite noisy normally oh, yes. and uh, smoky so it's trying to reduce this uh, this aspect of being on a ship which is uh, going to be very 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 exciting to experience. How do you make and, a ship uh, silent? Is it uh, like new shapes of, of propellers? Ooh. Or yeah, exactly. impellers? It's, or uh, it's, it's, it's not as easy as it uh, may sound, but you have to go from the construction of the ship, the hull shape, uh, to, the, uh, to the propeller, to the way the engine is, the kind of engine and the uh, propulsion system and the, and the insulation the, of the propulsion system, both in, with respect to vibrations and to, and to noise, and the exhaust system as well. So there is a so lot of things that, that can be that's not That's not just noise directed towards the passengers, but it's noise directed outwards towards Outwards, the, yes. the sea life yeah but the, but a ship is like a, a resonating chamber so if you are inside you also listen you will hear that yes. the, you will hear this so it's both the uh the being silent towards the inside and towards the outside that's really nice and uh, and uh these ships will have a like um um, a fold down marina so the the aft of the ship will have a like a, a small harbor that can be <laughs> that oh. can be used for letting for letting out the the uh the expedition zodiacs or even going kayaking for example or doing scuba diving or other things and uh, and i think the first ship should be these are four ships so they the first one should be delivered soon in the mid uh 2018 so it's um it's going to be interesting as well with these and uh, the last uh, the last operator that i would not the least that i would like to talk about is the uh, norwegian operator hurtiruten uh, that is uh is going to have two new ships uh, this summer starting from now uh, the amundsen and the nansen the amundsen has just been launched and uh and they are especially constructed ships for exploration uh, voyages in polar water and uh, they have also they are also ice strengthened so they are uh, able to go into the ice and uh, they will have very large uh, observation platforms like for example these they would have uh, a, a an observation deck along the bow of the ship 
this is uh, something that of course in the ships that uh, that are present now is uh, like walking on deck on the outside going up front to observe uh, for example marine mammals or or the landscape uh, these uh, new Horthy-Rutan ships they will have an observation deck in the front which is uh, covered from the elements Oh, so it's it's behind glass, but you can still yes, see very well. So you well. can still see very well on the outside, and uh, and it's behind glass, and you will be safer on deck because, of course, being on deck when it's uh, when you're in polar area areas, especially if there has been a snowfall or some icing, is uh, potentially dangerous for the passengers. And the other thing that is finally I can come to this is that they are going to be hybrid propulsions. Ah, so. For a large part of their uh, sailing and cruising into the uh, destination areas, they are going to be able to use electric propulsion, which is much more silent than uh, diesel propulsion. Um, and uh, it, they will not pollute on site. Uh, so that is, uh, that is very, uh, very important. So, but They're they, going to be they having still... quite a large number of passengers, though. Okay. Mm. Uh, but they yeah. will still they will still run uh, diesel engines uh, to uh, to either have the diesel electric propulsion or to charge the batteries. Yes, we'll have a, for a long time still we'll still have to have a um, a way of charging the batteries because uh, um, for a uh, for a ship to operate for weeks uh, you will need uh, a lot of energy. Yep. And you need a lot of batteries if these, this energy had to be provided just by the batteries, which would also mean that they'll have to have spend a lot of time charging the batteries if they go to the shore and charge the batteries with, a, with an electrical socket on, the, on land. So the hybrid propulsion is the way forward at the moment to reduce the amount of... Uh, Uh, pollution that we have in or noise uh, both noise and air pollution in in, uh, in the uh, in the particularly uh, delicate areas so you you said earlier that the Amundsen and the Nansen are uh, quite a bit bigger how big are they yeah they are uh, they will take up to well they are 140 meters so that's uh, quite a quite a big longer quite a bit longer and 23 meters uh, wide uh, but especially they're going to be having uh, 265 cabins <clears throat> so that's uh, that's more than uh, more than double the cabins on the on the Hondius or on the uh, ships uh, four ships on the Leponon so they are going to be having a maximum capacity of 530 uh, passengers oh wow And uh, that is, of course, a uh, meaning that it's going to be quite a large uh, operator in the areas. And as I tell you, some of the um, I told you before the um, some of the difficulties on taking so many people down to the polar areas, especially in the Antarctic, is that a lot of the sites are classified for having only a small number of uh, a fraction of these 530 passengers on land at each time. So. Um, It's going to be interesting to see how Hortiotan actually is, uh, uh, will be tackling the going into these areas. Hmm. But um, the one interesting part is that they are not going to be these uh, new ships. They are not going to be just used for the traditional destinations. Uh, 
So the uh, talking about the Svalbard or Antarctic Peninsula or South Georgia uh, areas, but they're also going to be used for exploring, uh, for example, the Northwest Passage and possibly, I hope, also Northeast Passage. Hmm. So we have uh, we have to stay tuned here and uh, look at the, the developments of these uh, in the in the Arctic exploration cruising. There is lots of things happening. There are lots of things happening. And uh, one of them is uh, one of the things to keep an eye on is all these new ships. Well, let's hope we can one day see one of those in person, maybe even get on one of those ships. All right. Hopefully. Good overview of new ships coming up or being built right now. Um, This was it for episode 40 of Curiously Polar, if you are interested in any other episodes ranging from topics from uh, from the Svalbard Treaty to uh, our infamous Christmas episode to snowmobiles to pretty much anything that is uh, connected with the Arctic or the Antarctic, check out your podcatcher, your podcast client. You can find all other episodes there also over on curiouslypolar.com. And that was it for this episode. Until next time, take care and stay cool. Stay cool.